family and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Edwin. And I'm Jessica. And you're listening to episode 11 of Dungeons, Diners, and Dorks. Is it Diners? No, Tinies. Oh my gosh. You know, this is the first time I'm in this seat, Pam's seat in this intro. Dining. Yeah. Oh, Pam got it mixed up last time. It's Pam dor- got it mixed up last time. <laughs> I'm getting it mixed up this time. Dinings. And dorks. There it is. <laughs> so we have a, uh, a guest today. Um, yeah. Um, that's Jess. sitting in the Pam seat. Yeah, Jess, introduce yourself. I am Jessica, and um, I am friends with Edwin and um, Angela um, through my sister, who has been friends with Angela since grade school and uh she's um, the best (laughs) (laughs) um and i am here to help everyone survive the holidays without uh gaining too much weight and uh trying to get a little activity in while we're shopping for our friends and family (laughs) yeah and you also yeah holidays which is part of why pam isn't here this time so so we're in our holiday season right now um well, it's actually, what, it's like five days out, six days out? Oh. Yeah, so this will be re- released, oh, day um, after Thanksgiving. Well, Ooh, I'm Black gonna, Friday. actually, I'm going to try to release it before. Oh, uh, okay, Because okay. I think this is an important topic, too, before people Hi, future people. get into... Um, <laughs> Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> Dramatic music for that. <laughs> so... It's well, you have to forgive yourself for Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is a give me day. Yeah, there's <laughs> no getting around that. No. And if you're get getting around, around that. that, you're not having a good time. I, yeah. I try to get around this several, for several, um, you know, years where, I mean, I've done things from like bring my own food to making my yeah. own food it just doesn't work no out. it yeah. doesn't you really when it comes to thanksgiving you just have to let it go and let that be one of those days where you just do whatever you want yeah. because yeah. it's pointless to even try because i don't know about you guys but i have two thanksgivings every single year and um back when i was married i had three thanksgivings so try surviving <laughs> yeah. three thanksgivings yeah not <laughs> happening not happening well, well we'll talk about that in the, in the later section here uh which is gonna be probably the the um, chunk of this episode yeah that's probably going to be the majority of what we talk about later um let's let's talk about some things that we've been into um as for me okay disney plus is it's just up it's a big deal servers were going down because everybody was trying to get into it (laughs) it was insane personally i am most excited about the show gargoyles Holy cow, I love that show. It was, like, my favorite show back when I was in grade school. I remember Gargoyles, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was that? It was the Disney afternoon lineup. Yep. Yep. For us, yep. it was Channel 9. <laughs> I remember this. Yep, it, it was... Yo, the best part of getting home from school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you could, if you could actually get home from school in time for the afternoon lineup, which yeah. started at 3, I didn't get home till 4. Oh, you so, missed half of oh it. Oh my gosh, I missed like like uh, the only ones I got to see coming home was Tailspin. No, Tailspin was at three. Oh no, I couldn't see Tailspin. Um, 
I just knew it existed when I was homesick. <laughs> and I could see it then. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but the ones I saw, I think it was DuckTales. Of course. DuckTales rocks, And it man. was... <laughs> It was a spinoff to DuckTales. The Animaniacs one? Or no. no. Uh, spinoff to DuckTales. Oh, uh, Darkwing uh, Duck. Yeah. yeah. Well, did was... they also have like um, that other one where it was um, the... Chippendale Rescue Rangers? No. I, yeah, maybe it was Chippendale Rescue oh, they, Rangers. There was also Goof Troop, but that came much later. Yeah. Yeah, they changed it over time oh, because yeah, the original yeah. lineup was like Gummy Bears... Ooh. Here's the thing. Duck okay, um, a few <laughs> years back, I went to um, Convergence, which is a sci-fi um, convention out this way, goes across media. And Greg Weissman, he was involved in a lot of those cartoons. And one of the things was like they had their their set runtime, like they they would go for a certain amount of seasons, and then they'd they'd wrap up the show, and then they'd be working on the next one. And all all those shows they they were all destined to finish at some point, so they all had their their run, yeah. which ha- which is why you never ended up with a super weird season three with them and any of them. Oh, I was uh, so glad to see that they put yeah. all of those on there because it was yeah. But I mean seriously, like I I started binge watching um, Ducktales a little bit. Yeah, and well, then Chip and Jill Rescue and there's a new one. Which there's I a new even one on uh, the Disney Channel yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm so excited that I have access to that now, and it's just great. But one of the great things, okay, so I'm in love with gargoyles, and um, I guess uh, Greg Weissman is really interested in revamping, reviving the series. That would be cool. So there is a new hashtag trending on on Twitter, uh, hashtag Keep Binging Gargoyles. <laughs> You know I'm using that hashtag. Oh, like, I love those that are like show. One of those shows I just could not get into. It's, it was cute. It was gargoyles. Well, is I don't know if it was because it took over. You were you were begrudging it for taking over one of your show's spots. Yeah, and I don't remember what it was. That was a long time ago. It was Tailspin. Was it Tailspin? I yeah. think it took over Tailspin. the Tailspin. Yeah. Okay, it took over Tailspin. What is this thing? Let's well, see. <laughs> One of the things that Greg Weissman <laughs> talked about when, when I, when I went to his panel was like, he, he wanted, to, not belittle when when they were when they were creating gargoyles. He did not want to belittle the minds of the kids who were watching it. Like he wanted to give them something more involved and like they, he he brought in some Shakespeare elements because apparently he is a huge fan of Shakespeare stuff. So he brings in Shakespeare stuff. He uses vocabulary words, and and the the people who were uh, in charge were all don't use those big words. The kids won't understand them. And he was like, "That's how they learn to understand them. You you use the big words. You put it in there. Like these kids are smart. They're gonna learn the words. You don't have to dumb it down. Let's give them something where they're learning." Something a little more, a, a little, a little less. Oh, hey guys, this is a silly thing. He wanted to give them something serious so that they'd have the option. Okay, you've got your funny cartoons, you got your serious cartoons. It, you know, for those older kids who still want to watch cartoons but didn't want to watch the whole super silly stuff. You know. I wanted the super silly stuff. 
I just like Pinky in the Brain. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to see Baloo fly around in that but, plane I've always wanted yeah, to. Yeah, but this, this was a whole... Like, all the cartoons had their different things. Like, there were certain things that they did with gargoyles that up until then was not allowed by censors, but they were allowed to do it because they were using it to teach a lesson. Like, um, at the time, the censors said absolutely zero guns in children's programming, but they, they allowed guns. Elisa Maza to have an actual gun. They allowed the police to have actual guns. No, man, no actual and, guns in... Yeah, like, in if you watch... But what about G.I. Joe? The, like, it that that's a whole nother story, but this was this was focused, like, afternoon stuff like i think gi joe it was mostly lasers was it i think i have yeah. to go back because in in like spider-man which greg weissman also worked on he was not allowed to use guns at all so all the all the all the weaponry was lasers and that sort of stuff stuff that kids would never be able to get their hands on yeah and, and if one you look of, at like batman and batman beyond and all of that it's all like so, lasers and yeah stuff. but one of the reasons they allowed him to use actual guns for the police officers was he had an episode in which he showed the hazards of playing with guns. And so it was like oh. they, he, used, he used that for a valuable lesson. So the police officers in that, shows, in, in that show are the only actual characters who have actual guns. Anyone who's not a police officer has, you know, those sci-fi laser beam weapons and all that. I, the only thing I remember about Gargoyles was that the art style was completely going away from, like, the bubbly Disney yeah, and, art and, styles, which is, like, a lot of round curves. Yeah. And, you know, and this and one was of, very yeah. edge and pointy. Yeah. And, and that's that's part of what he wanted to do. He wanted, yeah. he, he wanted to open up the minds of kids rather than continually producing these, you know, bubble happy silly shows he he wanted to help expand kids minds but so i think his more last time i was in one of his pan was at one of his panels watching um he he was discussing that right now or back then he actually went on to go into children's educational shows but yeah there's 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 a movement trying to get Gargoyles revived and continued, and I'm I'm a little excited about that. And you watched your own show on there. What show did you watch? I watched a lot of shows on there. Are you talking about The Mandalorian? Yeah. Who who hasn't watched The Mandalorian yet? I haven't watched. You it haven't yet. watched Mandalorian yet. Jess hasn't watched. It seems like yet. anybody who's got Disney Plus. I yeah, mean, but that's I've all they can talk about is Mandalorian this, Mandalorian that. I've got so many people at my work. The first thing that they talked about, first of all, on Tuesday when it was when Disney Plus was released, right? First thing they asked was, "Did you get Disney Plus and have you seen Mandalorian?" I was like, "How can I do that? I'm working right now." <laughs> but yes, I did get it because I know for a fact that. The servers for Disney Plus was going to be completely bogged down by the time I got home. So, I got to I got to work, signed up, and just to signed up, and then then there you go. I got Disney Plus, but I didn't watch anything on it until I got home. But then when I got home, the 
Yeah, the, the circle. The circle. The, ring, the thinky ring. The thinky ring. Just kept going and going. Yeah, and Eventually, I, I got to it. Like, one of the pages didn't even load. It was just so bogged yeah. down. So. Okay, but The Mandalorian, is it as fantastic as everybody is saying it is? It's good. Now, here's the thing. Anybody who's into... Like, it's not touching in anything like the Skywalker dynasty, right? And one, the other thing is, is that it happens after episode six. Apparently, it happens five years after episode six ends. Episode six or episode five? Episode I thought it was episode um, five. I thought it was... No, because the Empire is down already. This is when the Empire is Yeah, but is it was before down. Return of the Jedi, isn't it? No, it's after the Return of the Jedi. Okay, it's after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Because I, um, I can't follow that timeline. I can't even follow the new timeline in the whole <laughs> Star Wars franchise because it makes no sense to me. Okay, <laughs> Jess. <laughs> hey, remember, is... I am seven years older than the two of you. I know. And I remember I know. when the original episode four came out. Yeah. So, so anybody, anybody who knows me, and I always, people ask me, I was like, how do you? And I was like, okay, what's the proper way of watching Star Wars? Right. Mm-hmm. This is the proper way of watching Star Wars. Episode four, episode five, then go back to two, three. Then go to six, seven, eight, and pretend one and pretend never happened. One never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that, but the, pro- um, but the problem with that is you do have to know um, where um, uh, you know the Skywalker line came from, and that's where Episode One comes into play. The problem that I have with the whole like reboot of the um, you know franchise is. Lucas is not part of it at all. Disney has completely ta- taken over it. You know, completely yep. taken it over, and it's not the same storyline that Lucas intended yeah. back. You know, forty years when he started the franchise in the first place. My my opinion <laughs> here's my opinion on the whole Star Wars thing is that I felt like okay, here's four, right? Four was beautiful. Four was so it was it was basically a hero's a you know a hero's journey. Right? Yep. Danzel in distress, hero's journey. Very standard, you know, like like in an, on the very broad scheme of things, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a ser- it's like a serialized hero's journey, right? But then when you have episode five, right? And then somewhere in five it's almost like George Lucas like did a hiccup or something because when episode six comes out they went back to episode five and like wait a minute you know um luke and leia are related and all of a sudden they had like this brilliant idea let's just redo four or five and six in a very subtle way which became the the remastered and the well, okay. So if you go <laughs> back into editions. if you go back into history, um, Lucas intended. You know, he wrote all nine episodes. He wrote them all. He intended them to be released. The reason why they started with four was because it was the most action-packed. And back when it was released in the '70s, that was how they were going to get people. Um, 
interested in this whole new sci-fi genre. Yeah. Um, so that's why they started with four, and then they did four, five, six. Then they went backwards so that you could actually figure out where Luke and Leia came from. Yeah. And that's where one, two, and three came. And you're right. One was awful beyond awful but you know it's still you know it's the prequel it, yeah it, um, and it does explain Jar Jar Binks, I'm sorry but that was Disney's attempt at making it more kid friendly which it was never meant I to thought, be in the fr- I, um, no, first George Lucas, I thought George Lucas George liked Lucas, Jar Jar that was like his yeah, favorite George character George Lucas was furious like, that nobody liked Jar Jar yeah he was furious <laughs> that was Disney's attempt at getting that. it to be more I, kid friendly yeah, I, I thought Jar Jar I thought Jar Jar came in before Disney even got their hands on it. No, I, he he was he was a creation of Disney. Hmm. Um, and then now they're doing the the post quill, if you want to call it that, yeah. however you want to call it. Um, and I ha- I've only seen the first one. I have not seen the second one. But with the third one coming out, and they're talking the whole rise of Skywalker. Well, there's only two obvious solutions to that rise of skywalker and it's either she because it is ray she's actually a skywalker she's actually a skywalker which means luke went against the um the whole like force and decided to have a kid with someone which i don't see luke or she's leia's uh, you know, and there's the two obvious. It's almost like they're, you know, slapping you in the face with it where they're calling it the Rise of Skywalker. Well, you know, any, you know, Star um, Star Wars fan would know that that's the only option. But there's also another Skywalker in there. How is there another Skywalker? What's his face? The Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. He's got Skywalker blood. It's... Yeah, I I don't know <laughs> how this is gonna. So, you know. Yeah. Because he's Leia's he's Leia's kid. Okay, so he is Leia's kid. Well, yeah. then, yeah. where does um? Yeah, they they haven't revealed where Kylo or where um where. Which really aggravates me because it's like yeah, you just girl. give us a little tease in Episode Seven. It's like well, it's then, dropped off in this in this in this planet. And parents leave. Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. you better have a series about that or something because there's a lot of unanswered questions in that yeah. whole deal. Well, the, they'll, <laughs> they'll answer them all. I mean, it's, it's it coming yeah. soon, so... But here's the thing. Mandalorian, right? Uh-huh. The cool thing I like what they're doing, you know? They're doing spinoffs that doesn't have anything to do with a Luke with a Skywalker dynasty. It, it's building and one of them. It's building the world, expanding the well, universe, it's expanding the that's, that's, Star Wars universe. Yeah, it that's is. why I liked I liked um, Rebels, mm-hmm. Star Wars Rebels. That's a great show. I heard the one about Han was really good too. Solo. Yeah, that that the, was good. That I heard that one was but really good. I didn't see it. It felt to me it was a little rushed. Like they were trying to put all this like lore, the Han lore, okay. into one. Into uh, one show. Hey Edward, you know that complaint you have of only watching half a movie? There you go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But they, okay. okay, but okay. You know what? I'm not even gonna go there because <laughs> because Pirates of the Caribbean. By the way, now I can actually watch Pirates of the Caribbean from beginning to end without actually like going. Oh, I'm watching half a movie because everything is on there in Disney Plus. Okay. So okay, so back to okay. Mandalorian, right? Mandalorian, if anybody likes westerns, 
and anybody likes like the grittiness of of Star Wars, right? Like like the, the special thieves, kind of grit. the smugglers, the, uh, the so basically it's you know, Joss Whedon's into... Firefly just done in the Star Wars universe. In a sense, it's almost like I to me it's like it's like the lone it's like the lone Western like gunslinger kind of okay. Thing. So it's a a uh, sci-fi Western space opera in, in sense, yeah. Which is Joss Whedon's Firefly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without without the without the the guns. Okay. Right? Well, we. Okay. So, but just you. Okay, I'm I'm gonna switch abrupt on you because I'm really great at segues tonight. Just, you said that you said earlier to me that you have some uh, Doctor Who news. I do have Doctor Who news. So I'm hooked into the um, BBC America, and I get updates and streams all the time. And they have they haven't officially announced it but it's probably going to happen that um they're not doing a christmas episode this year but they are going to be doing a new year's episode so it will be like july or um january 3rd or something so that is the latest news on the doctor who front that is going to premiere um for a new year's special and oh, that's exciting yeah that is really exciting i'm looking forward to alien that. killer santa claus robots from outer space isn't going to come and pummel no 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 some, they've done that one they've done England. that they have to move on from that they've done that <laughs> oh, they and do that. um the um they have confirmed that the episode is going to um center around the rhino police bad guy so the jadoon platoon on the moon yes. yeah <laughs> Yes, so... Excuse me, I didn't mean to squeal on you. <laughs> um, and they're, they are still working on how to figure out um, a uh, river comeback. So nice. How are they going to do that? How because river is awesome. Yeah, I know, but she was tied to a... a, a Technically, she's dead. She is in the um, biggest library. Technically, she is a data stream in the biggest library. Yeah. Which there are a couple of options that they would be able to go with that. Either um, Jodie Whittaker's doctor visits it, that library or um, they go. Um, Jodie Whittaker, um, Whittaker's character goes back into the past to the same time in which David's Doctor um, Who character visited the okay. library I and a... prevent River from ever be, having to be uploaded in the first place. So there's a couple of ways that they can do it. I'm looking forward to how they're going to figure this one out. I have a confession. Yes. I haven't seen the Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who's yet. It's okay. We still have to catch up. It's okay to be behind on Doctor Who episodes. I haven't seen. I just got done. With, I, I'm there, where, where. Um, so you've seen the Christmas episode with Peter, where there's two doctors and he's trying to figure out, you know, whether or not he wants to regenerate. Um, was that before? Is that when Peter Capaldi became Doctor Who? That's the last That's episode. Not, nope, not there yet. Okay, okay. so <laughs> you it's, you it's, have it's, a ways to go because yeah, not there yet. Um, um, they do a um a homage to the very first Doctor from back in the sixties. 
where the, first the very first doctor doesn't want to regenerate and Peter actually ends up um, on the same timeline with him because he doesn't want to regenerate and they have this whole thing and then they meet uh the ancestor of Bridget Art Stewart and so that's the last Peter episode and it's a good segue into um, Jody's episodes because she actually makes some references to that episode in her first episode so you have to watch oh. that one before you watch the first Jody and this is why this is a nerd podcast because she just <laughs> outnerded us in Doctor Who at this point so okay <laughs> uh, when I, it comes yeah, to Doctor I, Who, yeah, I'm a nerd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Edwin and I still need to catch up, and I've, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, need to need a binge. Um, need a binge. I did want to go back um, in terms of. I just want to let everybody know that if you do have Disney Plus, there was reports this week saying that in ZDNet that Disney Plus did get hacked. Um. Change your passwords. So change your passwords, please, on that. Make sure you're not using double passwords. And, But it's only a, a minimal amount of uh, accounts that got hacked. There's people reporting that there's multiple accounts, profiles, that they just all of a sudden see on their profiles or they can't get their can't get in because their passwords were, were changed. Um... But it's yeah, a minimal so amount of passwords that happen, and but there's no. Right now, Disney says that um, they quote, "We have found no evidence of a security breach." So just so. be be real protective of your passwords. Yep. Don't share them with your friends just yet. <laughs> yep. So yeah, do that. Make sure just a just a uh, public service announcement. Yeah, just be careful with your passwords. Be careful where you uh, put your card information and all that. Exactly. Okay, and now to the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of the episode. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Uh, normally we call this portion shut up and listen, but... um. We 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 actually need this help personally, and we're sure that some of you, our friends and families and followers, are going to need this help too. Jess, okay, we already acknowledged that there is no getting out of of gaining weight yeah. in the holidays. How do we slow that down? <laughs> well, the biggest thing is is um. There are um, two days that you need to forgive yourself and just say that there's no point in trying because it's, you know, you're not going to have fun if you, um, you know, if you're going to try to diet during these days. And that's Thanksgiving. Um, you know, definitely, you know, indulge, you know, spend time with your family, have all your treats and don't worry about it. Because if you're beating yourself up over, you know, worrying about Thanksgiving, you're not going to, you know, get to, you know, the next day or the next day. Okay. Before we go on, I wonder why... Okay. Jess, what what credentials do you have in talking about this? <laughs> because I think a lot oh. of our listeners oh, yeah. are like, who is she? 
yeah, why is she talking Ed, about this? Edwin and why? I know. <laughs> she, Edwin and yeah, I know your know. credentials, but <laughs> yeah, our know. listeners probably need to hear. Okay. So I have a bachelor's and a master's degree in exercise science um, and um, fitness uh, management. Um, and I've been a personal trainer for over 10 years. Um, also, um, on a personal note, um, I myself went through the whole weight loss journey. So I know how hard it is to actually make it through the holidays and, you know, not want to gain those extra pounds. So I, I can feel for everyone out there because it is a really, really tough time right now. So we have an expert on our hands. <laughs> so... An actual okay. expert. Yeah, so this is not me spouting off. And, you know, and this is not me diet, pretending diet, diet. to be an expert. Yeah, this, we have an actual thing. expert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so with that, um, yeah, forgive yourself for Thanksgiving. Just say, you know, um, the heck with it because and have a good time because it's pointless to even try. Um, and then the other one would be Christmas um, being the other big day where, you know, big family dinner or dinners because I'm, I'm sure there's many of you out there that have to go yeah, to multiple dinners. Edward whether and I included. I've yeah. already, I already know people who've done the Thanksgiving dinners already. Yeah. yeah. So. So it's, you know, just think of it as... Um, these are your two free days if you're in the, you know, I want to at least maintain, um, you know, my my health and my fitness um, or weight for this time of year. Um, you know, just forgive yourself for those two days. Now, for the rest of the time, you know, if you are someone who um, has an office job, this time of year, there's potlucks, there's parties, there's, you know, oh, yeah. people bringing in junk on a daily basis, whether it's, you know, coworkers or, you know, bosses doing you and know, how. Don donuts and coffee and everything like that. Um, the first piece of advice I would give anyone is eat, a, um, eat breakfast before you go to work. I, you know, I know that in this day and age, it's hard to try and you know, get breakfast in, um, before you go to work, especially when you're waking up at five or six o'clock in the morning, but breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And even if it's one of those things where you throw it in the microwave, it's better to be going into work, um, having something, um, in your body so that you're not tempted by those donuts that someone brought in or those cookies that are sitting on, um, on someone's desk, you know, so that's the big, th and you know, that's one of the big things is, you know, eat breakfast and that goes for even, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, if you have a healthy breakfast in the morning before you go to all these big, huge dinners, you're going to be more, um, more likely to eat less at those, you know, dinner or dinners, however it, it might be. <laughs> so basically what I'm hearing is that don't go into these dinners hungry. Yeah. Because if you're going, it's like going into a supermarket hungry, you're going <laughs> to buy the frigging grocery store at that point. No. Okay. So during these days, you know, the, the temptation is going to be really hardcore would you say it's a good idea to have a healthy snack waiting for you at your desk or you could either bring a healthy snack in with you um or uh just make sure that if you are going to indulge in you know whatever people have on their desks indulge a little bit not a lot 
because I mean, you know, that's the big thing about bringing food to work and having healthy snacks at your desk, whether it's, you know, baby carrots, um, mm. or, um, you know, Popcorn, popcorn's actually surprisingly good for you oh, yeah. if it's not the stuff that has like butter and salt and everything like that. You know, just healthy snacks sitting at your desk um, so that you're not tempted. But if you're tempted to have a cookie um, or like, you know, a piece of candy, it's not that big of a deal. As long as you don't go back for seconds. Exactly. <laughs> as long as you don't go back for seconds. Because mm-hmm. this is a time of year that, you know, people are more cheerier and more social at work. And, you know, the reason yeah, being is. is people have food around them all the time and people tend to be more social when there's yeah. food, you know, available. So, you know, if you don't know your coworkers that well, you know, feel free to, you know, go up and have a cookie and chat, but have one cookie, not 10 cookies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm but the, the butter and here. salt is really <laughs> good. At the, the butter and salt is the best part of the popcorn. Air like, pop. <laughs> and actually, and nowadays with corn. Con- yeah, nowadays with um, convenience, you can get like little s- single serve bags. Yes, you, you know, can. And, 100, 100 calorie bags. Yeah. And uh, uh, most uh, offices have microwaves. You just mm-hmm. throw it in, keep it on your desk. There's something that you could be snacking on mm-hmm. instead of going to the candy and all the treats that are around. Because, you know, that single serve of you know popcorn is like three cups three cups is like 120 calories so if you think of three cups of popcorn for 120 Mm -hmm. calories versus one cookie for 250 calories which one would you prefer to be eating (laughs) it depends on the time of day (laughs) (laughs) but but if you're if you're if you're not emotional eating and logical eating instead, probably the popcorn, because the popcorn, the popcorn's going to fill you up more than the cookie too. Yeah, and it's going to last longer. Because if you think, and you know, I don't yeah. know about you guys, but I can stuff an entire cookie in my mouth and it's gone in <laughs> ten seconds. So. <laughs> oh, ten seconds. Well, there's something I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So let's see. So say the holidays come and go. You manage to keep the the consumption down. A little more than you normally would because you remember to eat breakfast. You're not going and starving. Uh, um, probably keep in mind, if you're going to a dinner, don't feel guilty for not trying every single thing that's out. Yeah. But, well, that, but again, small portions. You know, yeah. When back when I was a weight loss counselor, which, you know, I've done that too. So I have been all over the place in the fitness industry. Um, I told people, bring measuring cups with you. I'm not kidding. It's it's the best way in order to control portions. Um, you know, there's these. Uh, you can get these collapsible measuring cups where it's a it's a piece of rubber and it collapses down and oh, it yeah. gives you, you know, it gives you the entire you know four measuring cups. And when it comes to vegetables, you want to be eating a cup of vegetables. But when it comes to any kind of starches like the your mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes corn, you know, that's only half a cup. Um, and when it comes to like fats, um, you know, a quarter a cup or less. And, you know, when I'm talking fat, I'm talking the butters and the, the gravies, w- the gravies and everything like that. You're, you know, a quarter of a cup. Yeah. You, you have this collapsible measuring cup that you bring with you. And yeah, people might look at you funny, but 
portion control is a huge key when it comes to, you know, eating socially and, you, you know, know, why look like, you know, and, and we're and all dorks here. Here's, here's a funny, here's again, a funny don't, thing. Don't, again, don't feel bad for not trying everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing is, um, I remember when I was, you know, the, the certain times where I went into like Thanksgiving and Christmas where I brought in like something out of left field, you know, like especially when it comes to Thanksgiving, Christmas, where it's like a potluck, right? You know, bring the thing. I sometimes brought like a healthy like dish, you know, and it was like a very like, I found that when I did that, people ask questions. Oh, what is that? You know, I want to try it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it starts like a conversation, right? And it, in that conversation, you know, then it's like, you know, it's like, but I'm still trying everything else, you know. But it's just a nice option to have for people to have, to have something healthy and not just like, all the fats, mm-hmm. all the starches, you know, all the desserts, that sort of thing, right? And I don't know about the whole cup thing, you know, but I would imagine that would start a conversation too. That that would start a conversation. But if you don't want to do that, um, the a good rule of thumb is your fist is a cup. Yes. So if you think about, um, you know, when you're taking I think those my vegetables, fist is three quarters cup. <laughs> But a cup is about the size of your fist, and when you cup your hand, that's about a quarter of a cup. Uh Um, So if you look at it that way, that's a good, if you don't want to be bringing in a collapsible measuring spoons and, um, (laughs) you know, measuring cups, that's a good way of looking at it. Also, when it comes to protein, you know, like the turkey or the ham or whatever um, people serve, um, it's usually like three to four ounces is a serving, and that's the size of a deck of cards. Um, so if you look at it that way, you know, if you need visual of, you know, trying to figure out what a portion size is, portion size of protein is a deck of cards. Yep. Um, so that's another visual tip for people if they're looking at, um, you know, keeping portions down. You know, and at Thanksgiving, people normally slice a turkey in about two ounce slices. So if you take two slices, there you go. That's that's, that's yep. your portion. And then dinner happens, dinner's over, and you've got all these leftovers. You don't have to eat the leftovers right away, guys. Some of them will actually freeze really well. Yes, they do. So then you, turkey meat will freeze really well. Yeah. So then you you don't have to worry about eating all the leftovers before they go bad mm-hmm. if you've got room in your freezer waiting for it. Prepare. Prepare ahead yeah. of time. If yep. you know that you're going to a big dinner and there's going to be leftovers. Especially clear- Filipino dinners where they encourage you to take leftovers home. <laughs> What's the matter? You don't like. You know, keep your, your um, clear out your freezer. Clear out your freezer so that you have a place to put this, um, to put the leftovers. And um, another way of, um, another way of doing it is bringing the leftovers home and pre-packing them yep. in you know, actual meals. There's Tupperware containers out there now that have all the little compartments. I love those. Those are the greatest. I yeah. got a bunch of those. You you prepack them in single serve meals. Yep. You freeze them as a meal, and yep. that way you're taking one out at a time, and you're not overindulging on one thing or another. 
because yeah, I, I know I've been guilty of eating all the leftover stuffing in one sitting. Yep. So. No, yeah, that's a good tip because that's, those are one of those lunches. things. <laughs> yeah, those are one of the things that, that someone taught me early on um, that pre-pack your meals. Like there's times where I would actually just take like a, like a, like a Saturday, right? Cook mm-hmm. a ton of stuff. And then pre-pack them in meals, make a variety of it, you know? And it would last us, like, what? A good... A couple days, especially if, like, the leftovers, I would have to separate it out so I'd have lunches to bring. And yeah. that's, like, yeah, bringing lunches has, has helped me a lot. Just... Well, not only yeah. financially, because yeah. you're not oh, yeah. buying food, yeah, it... but you're also keeping your portions down. You're not going to McDonald's. Or... It's kind of nice, too, because especially, like... One of the conversations that Angela and I have, right, in, like, in the afternoon. We get home, and what's the thing that we usually say to each other more often than not? Um, what's for dinner? <laughs> what's, yeah, what's for dinner? Uh, but, no, one of the conversations that, let's see, it's usually how is your day, how is work, and sometimes the conversation goes, oh, so the coworkers were envious of the smell of my lunch. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm not sure which conversation you're talking about. The whole really. conversation where it goes like, "It's like, what are we gonna have for dinner?" Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the- that whole thing. And seriously, when we used to make like pre-prepped meals, you know, made them healthy, all this stuff, right? Literally, this is like. Let's just pop this in the oven or pop this in the microwave or that do way this. And we weren't and ordering food we in. We weren't ordering food and it was just like, it was quick. It's like, yeah, minimal we could effort. Get on, yeah, very little effort. You know, you take one day out of your, out of like, do it once like every two to two weeks, right? And just cook, make the prep. And then you didn't really have to think about it and you got like a entire like frozen dinners right there. Yeah. All right. Your own frozen meals. Okay. So we've got the dinner taken care of. We've got the leftovers taken care of. Okay. We may be overindulged. How do we take care of that? How yes. do we handle that? <laughs> Crap. I ate way too much. I feel like I just got back from Grand Buffet. Oh. So <laughs> one of the, um, you know, and this is going to sound like the silliest thing in the world, but, well, for the next month, we're all going to be shopping, right? So why not turn your shopping into exercise? So every time you switch a store, make an extra lap around the mall. <laughs> well, you can do it that way. Plan on, if you're going to be going to the mall anyway, and all malls open at 7 a.m. Um, every single day of the week, 365 days a year. They open at 7 o'clock in the morning, um, and so why not go, uh, you know, an extra half an hour early, um, and get some laps in yeah. or cause I, I, I think they open up regardless of whether the stores are open yep, or not. They open yeah. up regardless whether or not for the, the employees are... of the, of the yep. stores. So mo- um, most malls, I, you know, I've been in the retail industry for a long time too. And most malls open up at seven o'clock in the morning. Yep. Um, and I always suggest mall of America because a uh, mall of America only because there's more things to actually see in mall of america as you're doing your laps around it but it's a natural track it is a natural track hey 
There, and, there's actually communities but, of mall walkers that yep. are that, yeah and yeah. i think the mayo clinic actually has a route plotted out like if you walk this far mm-hmm. if you take this route you're walking this far mm-hmm. if you take this route you're walking this far yeah if you walk this far in this much time you're doing this kind of energy burn yep. so plan on going you know either going early to the mall before the stores open if you're one of those early shopper type of people or plan on staying like a half an hour um later than you um than you were planning you know just, don't just do- to take a walk <laughs> yeah just to yeah. take away don't like you know i know a lot of us especially at this time of year don't want to be in all those crowds and everything like that where you know you're fighting through you know lines and everything but on the other hand you know if you you know keep to the walkway and you're just doing some laps around the mall you're getting exercise plus who knows you might bump into a store you didn't even know existed in the mall oh, and it yep. might actually end up you know being that perfect <laughs> christmas gift so it you know kills two birds with one stone type of um thing just you know, make sure you don't get caught in the food court well yeah that's why you avoid the. that's the the one great thing about mall of america and the way that it's set up is you can avoid the food court without even you know thinking about second second floor if you stick to the second floor chances are you won't actually hit any food shops yeah and now they actually um a lot of this um the way that they're redesigning the mall is food court um they actually have food court wings now it's not yeah. the old design they're actually doing wings the mall of so america is actually, like that now yep that's how they're yep. designing the mall of america yeah. so that way you can bypass the um you don't even yeah. have to enter the food court anymore yeah and i mean the the third floor food area that's that's easy enough to avoid as it is you just go to the floor below or or you know first floor mm-hmm. and you're avoiding that third floor food corridor corridor but there's there's not a whole lot of shops there yeah. either. So if you're if you're actually shopping, you don't want to go through that way anyway. Yeah, and it's free. So you know if you're one of those people who can afford to you know go to the gym every single day mm-hmm. because you can't get a um, gym membership, mall walking is free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So yes, it it, here's and, your gym and it's free. Yeah. Now if if you're really 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 dedicated to getting fit after the holidays and and burning that off, you know. A lot of gyms do have their new members, new membership that's, that's yeah. specials. That's usually when it happens. Yep. Um, yeah. But that's that's going to be one of those things. You got to be really, really dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just burn out after the first couple of months because then you're just wasting money on a membership that you're not going to. Yeah. You know the funny thing about about the gym during the holidays. Everybody goes. No. 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 It's, it's dead. It's dead. Seriously. Yeah. I remember going into. Going over to the gym at like, what was it, like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right? Is everybody just ashamed to show their face after they overindulge? No, they just, they just don't want to deal with it during the holidays. So yeah, people during don't really the holidays, go. Um, between November and December, no one makes an, um, an effort to go to the gym. Now, I'm one of those hardcore dedicated people that actually does go to the gym, you know, at like four o'clock in the morning. And you have those hardcore dedicated people that are still there at six o'clock every morning and do their thing. But you'll find that gyms get less populated in November and December, and then they get more populated in January and February. You know, so if you're going to make that commitment to exercise, do it now so that as you're going through the holidays, as you're going into the 
New Year's resolution time, you're already dedicated yep. to getting fit before that whole, you know, craziness yeah. starts occurring. Yeah. So one of the time that during the time like a January, I noticed that like like that's when the gyms get really busy, mm-hmm. right? And is for me, honestly, when I go resolution? to the gym in like in January, you know, even from last year, mm-hmm. used to go to the gym like like almost every day, right? Mm-hmm. It just got so overwhelming mm-hmm. because we go to a small gym and next thing you know, I can't get to the machines I usually go to. The weight room is just, it's just packed. You know, and you're like swinging barbells around and stuff like that, or dumbbells, and all the all the benches are taking. It's almost like I'd rather just go home. Yeah. And but if you're committed already, if you just started on January and you see that, you know, it versus be- you already got your habit going. Yeah. On. If you go in on January, a lot of times it can be extremely, um, you know, overwhelming. That's why de- getting dedicated to at least some kind of exercise program now before yeah. going into the January crunch season, you know, is um, definitely better. Now, the way to get through that January crunch um, um, season is if you are able to afford it, getting a personal trainer. Because the great thing about personal trainers um, is they have their dedicated space in most gyms so they can actually pull you away from the craziness so that you're not feeling so overwhelmed and like you're never going to get your exercises in. You know, unfortunately, they do, you know, they are expensive. They're costly, yeah. Um, and so it would, you know, for a lot of people, that's um, a hard option, but it does help. It also keeps you motivated through the tough, you know, January yeah. and February, which are the two tough months to get through. And if you can form a habit, you know, um, by March, you're going to stick to the habit yeah. no matter what. You know, it takes about... Um, you know, 60 to 90 days to form a habit where it's something that is actually ingrained in your system where you're going to do it and you're not going to need that person holding your hand. But yeah. if you need a person holding your hand, get a person to hold your hand. Yeah. I mean, when I first started like going to the gym way long time ago, right? I was in college and I joined the gym. And the first thing that I did was... I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Mm. I'm in here and all these all these machines in this gym look like they're they're torture machines, you know? <laughs> and you know, it's like I remember because you know, that's you're dealing with weights. You're dealing with with things that could potentially hurt you, right? Especially elliptical machines and and, and uh I remember I don't know how many times I've seen a guy you know, just sitting there showing off on the treadmill and all of a sudden he's on the floor because mm-hmm. he didn't tie that safety thing that will stop the machine if you get too far away from from the from the panel so yeah i mean i definitely agree with you like get a personal trainer at least for like you know until you get comfortable with 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 uh with the machines you get comfortable with a routine well the nice thing about most gyms is if you're doing um, a membership if you're getting a membership for the first time 90 percent of all gyms have some sort of you know free you know personal training yeah. session where they do go through and they like at least introduce you yeah. to everything um and 
yes, for people who at least have some knowledge of um, weight equipment, that's enough. Um, but if you have no idea what you're doing, um, or what the machines even, you know, are used for, yep. you know, getting a personal trainer, even if it's just once a week, not only are they going to, um, keep you, you know, motivated, but they're also going to keep you accountable because you have yeah. to, you're paying, you know, 60, $70 per session to be with a trainer, you know, and are you going to lose that money by not going to your personal training sessions? Probably not. So at yeah. least you're going to have someone, you know, once a week, you know, guiding you through, you know, the process so that, you know, in a couple of months you actually have, you know, that habit formed and you're not going to need them anymore. Yeah. And that's what's the most important thing is that yeah. you're safe. You know what you're doing. You know how you use the equipment. You have that habit. You have that. And, you know, they they could also look at you and, and guide you away from certain equipment that you might be like, oh, I want to use that machine. And they might look at you like, eh, that might be a bad idea for you. Yeah. Like, I know for me, I have really short legs. Trying to use the leg equipment bad idea for me yeah yeah it's it's not built for someone of my stature so if if you have an awkward stature that the machines aren't going to work for you they'd be able to tell you and just be like this is not safe you should try this other exercise that doesn't require the equipment and also um i find for me having someone to go with me helps me a lot yeah um, get get a workout buddy yeah because <laughs> if, if you've got an if you've basically got a standing a standing appointment with that person they're going to be expecting you you're going to be expecting them you're holding each other accountable and you'll go you can pick your days like okay this is our rest day i won't see you there this day because that's our rest day but i'll see you there the next day and then you know one of you bails and then you're gonna feel bad like oh no i feel bad i gotta go the next day you, if, if you've got someone, if, if you're one of those people who's not motivated to go on your own, like myself, having a workout buddy is going to be, like, priceless. That's why I kind of like, what is it, our gym does group training sessions. Yeah. Right? And they're mostly circuits. But they've got, like, these different level of circuits, right? Like, beginning circuits, they have, like, a like an intermediate, and so on and so forth. But I found that the people who went to those things... They basically are sign regulars. Yeah, they basically sign up for the same time every week. Same every time week every week. Every couple days. Yeah. They they sign up for the same sessions. Then they ask each other, hey, are you going to this session? I'm not ready for that yet, but soon I will be like, okay, well, hey, you should try to get to this session by this time. And, and you know, they'll, they'll be expecting each other. And they're, you know, they're holding each other accountable and yeah. It's kind of, I was I was actually amazed because I came from like, because we could go to a small gym and I used to be like in these big, gigantic, you know, like spa, club med kind of gyms, you know? And I remember that was like a little missing because everybody was usually on their own during that time unless you're with a trainer. But this these small gyms are like, it feels like more of a community because mm -hmm. I remember knowing, I got to know a lot of people who yeah, were regulars. You, you, re you recognize the regulars and it's yeah. it's great. And then, you know, they see you and they're like, oh, hey, how's how's your progress? Mm -hmm. Or, oh, hey, haven't seen you in a while. And then, you know, like, oops, I haven't been in a while. I should do, I should fix that. Yeah. We should probably wrap up that segment. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to yeah. tell the Actually, listeners? Actually, I have a couple more tips here. Um, sure. 
The other thing that I highly recommend to people, and I know it's um it's a, um another thing that people are really nervous about doing, but group fitness. If your yeah. um if your gym offers group fitness um classes, they can be fun. Um, you're, it's another sense of community because a lot of um people go to the exact same um you know group fitness classes every single yep. week. My mom does yoga every single Saturday and she knows every member um in um her um yoga um class and they've gotten to be really good friends. So you can actually make friends and that's another way of, you know, keeping yourself accountable. The other thing is um getting a stability ball. They cost 20 bucks at Target. Um, instead of sitting on the couch while you're watching TV during the holidays or any time for that matter, sit on a stability ball. It actually trains your core and um, trains your balance. Um, also, if you're able to bring it into work, I highly recommend um, replacing your desk char um, chair with a stability ball. You know, we have those at my office. Are they the, the ones that actually have a stand or is it just a stability ball? I, the ones with a stand. Okay. The ones with those the are, I feel like those are worthless. They are worthless. Yeah. It, it, um, get just a plain stability ball, but make sure that you get the right size for your height. Yes. Um, that's the, um, that's <clears throat> the biggest thing is you want to make sure that you, um, they come in three different sizes and you want to make sure that you get the right size. Um, but you know, having one of those, um, at your desk is going to help you. Um, not only is it going to help you get through the holidays, but it's going to help you long-term. Um, and then having one at home so that when you are sitting on the couch or, you know, relaxing, you know, you're, you're actually exercising not by, you know, it's not like getting your heart rate up and you're not burning calories, but you are actually exercising when yeah. you're sitting on a stability it's like, ball. It's like kegels. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know? Because like, <laughs> like, I'm like sitting there going like, like trying to keep balancing and all of a sudden I feel like a muscle tense up. Well, it, like, it, um, <laughs> it actually works the core yeah. and without our cores, we wouldn't be able to stand. So, um, even just sitting on a stability ball for a half an hour, every single day is going to strengthen your back. It's going to strengthen your core, which is going to um, make you stronger in the long run. Nice. Um, it might not give you that six pack, you know, abs that you're looking for, but at least it's going to, you know, prevent any kind of long-term damage, you know, and we're getting older and the longer we can put off, you know, sitting in a wheelchair, the better. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. I don't want to end up in one of those. No. Yeah. Um, and then uh, making sure that you have proper footwear. That's the other biggest thing. Our feet are one of the most important things to our body. And I know with fashion and high heels and everything like that, except for Angela, who can't wear any of those things because they're tiny little feet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for most of us that have normal Angel <laughs> <laughs> just got outed. I, I, I scowl at you. I scowl across this table. Uh, if my arms were so dang stubby, I would shake my fist at you. She's a big stump. Um, but uh, um, proper footwear is going to be yeah. another, you know, big key. You know, 
we love wearing our fashionable footwear, but when you're going to the mall or you're going to be going to the gym or anything like that, making sure that you have the proper footwear. Um, because without our feet, again, we wouldn't be able to stand. You know, we were never meant to be put into these closed-toed, you know, restrictive shoes. Um, if we go back to our ancestors way back when we were, you know, cavemen, um, we were they, barefoot. You know, we were barefoot yeah. and we were meant to be barefoot. Um, so, you know, making sure that you take care of your feet is another, you know, big thing to not only get through the holidays, but for the long term to make sure that you have the healthiest life possible. Yeah. I really get jealous I, of these guys who are like in their 70s. Yeah. Yeah. 70s and 80s and they're like out there and they're like, I'm going to go take a hike and they're going, oh, that's good. You're just going to go down the road. And say, no, they're going to freaking like Zion's National Park and like hiking for like a good week. And that's all about take, <laughs> taking care of yourself now is going to, um, you know, prolong your life, you know, in the yeah. future. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for those tips. Okay. Thank you so much. Now, yes. it, tradition. Tradition. We'll we'll make this last segment as as quick as possible because we've gone, we got really into that conversation. <laughs> but in in uh, Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks, tradition has short lived as it is so far. Uh, we like to uh, do our. Let me tell you a thing. Is that really a thing? Hey, what you mean by that? And we let Jess pick our question. So uh, my biggest thing has to do with, um, you know, what's the deal with social media? Um, I'm not a huge social media person myself, but it seems like not only is the whole, you know, world about social media, but like businesses have gone into social media and like Everyone has gotten into social media. So my biggest thing is, what's the deal with social media? Exposure. Yeah. That's, that's the biggest do you want thing. The, do you want the long answer or the short answer? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the short answer. We're, we're going for a short answer. Okay, so here's a, here's a short answer. Um, a lot of people don't know this or may know this. I don't know. But my bachelor's degree... In my first and my first career was in marketing communications, okay, and I spent quality time learning about SEOs. <laughs> spent quality time learning about social media. I don't personally like what it's become, um, but it's still being used. In the short, here's a short answer, right? Exposure. Two way exposure. So if you imagine back in like in the 1980s, right? What was the what was the communication line between a company and its customers? Just commercials, yeah. advertisements, commercials, print, and advertisers, billboards. Print. It was one way, right? And the only possible two way would be like well, there was the a, poor person in the behind the counter. There was the internet back in the 80s. I mean, it was a, in its infancy, but there was still the internet. And well, th most most larger companies didn't have. They didn't that. know. I mean, the internet itself. I mean, the internet itself wasn't what we know it today. Like the World Wide Web, right? The internet before was like Prodigy. Go <laughs> Prodigy. GopherNet. I was on GopherNet because it was a University of Minnesota, right? And that was like dial-up, and it was text-based, right? And mostly it was for research. 
and mine was a prodigy family yeah yours was a prodigy family <laughs> until we anyways. got aol um <laughs> anyways it was mostly one way right so a company would come and hey we want to show you this message we want to advertise this like product or whatever they would do it on commercials they would do it on on newspaper ads magazines and you know whatever medium right and the only way that customers can ex- you know express their their love or anger or whatever right it was usually the poor person behind the counter when you returned the thing or some obscure helpline <laughs> or, or actually yeah, writing a letter that would end up lost to the mailroom yeah and now the now in social media right it's way it's so much two ways especially when you have like something like youtube with with influencers right and social media you know people who have like a million followers on social media the worst thing that that companies i mean one of the things that companies fear is if one of these influencers one of these people who have like a million twitter followers or a or you know a million you know like youtube um views that sort of thing is if they go and say something like this product sucks because that will spread real quick you could not do that back back in the the 80s. 80s you couldn't even do that in the 90s and it, it, it wouldn't have been huge in, in the noids, as they call them. But yeah. af- after the end of the noids, it's like everybody's on the Internet. Everybody's looking at the social media. Oh, yeah. But I I find like for me, social media, like it's really great for people who are just starting out on projects or just starting out in businesses like our own podcast. Mm-hmm. It helps us. It helps us let people know that we exist. You know, you get into these communities and then you get followers and, and you can be like, oh, hey, we've got this thing going on. You can check it out. And then, you know, eventually you get more followers from that and you get more exposure. And then you can actually, you know, share your stuff to more people. It's it's to to put it most bluntly, it's the cheapest form of advertising available. Oh, it is. It really is. You don't have to pay unless you want to go like all out and it's like, we want yeah. some statistics. We want to see our views. We want to do some, you know, ad revenues and stuff like that. Because we, we, we do but, have our own Facebook page. Uh, see, Legend Creators on Facebook. That's ours. Yeah. Um, we have our we have our Twitter handles. Um, TCDZedwin.com. At TCDZedwin. At TCDZedwin. Um, <laughs> at Pleasant Doom and Pam, of course, is at Panda Cat Dragon. Yes, at Panda Cat Dragon one, one on Twitter, and she's got her Instagram at Panda Cat Dragon, yeah. where she puts the pictures. Ha ha ha! It really is about two-way communication. Yeah. Between... But what about all the negative that comes out of it? Oh yeah, that's what the... I don't like about it too. Because yeah, because it here's here's my thing. I no longer use my personal Facebook because. It's one of those things like you need you need to be careful with it because you need to recognize when a community that you're part of becomes toxic. That's true of any yes. community. 
and facebook can very quickly become an echo changer echo chamber of that toxicity which is why i had to leave facebook for personal yeah i mean we're still on facebook because that's a great a great place to advertise i've known a lot of people who will shut down their facebook accounts their twitter accounts and create total new ones and start from scratch because number one they probably didn't have like it wasn't like detrimental to their to their advertising or anything like that or what what have you but it was just these communities that the people know them by in their twitter handle where it becomes so toxic you know that you're not going to have a good day you're not going to have a you know you're if you know you're just going to have a bad day if 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 you're your notifications just go off because you know it's going to be like ill or rager or whatever. So what they do is they they create new ones, start you know go to communities that they actually like, and be very selective in who their friends are. And I mean, last year I did a I did a a, a friend purge because of that reason. Yeah, and I. Like I said, I shut down my own Facebook because it it started becoming toxic, and I realized that it was not good for my mental well-being, which is another thing. You know, psychologists are still studying the whole uh, phenomena of social media. They're still studying, like, how it affects people directly, how it affects, like, their their emotional well-being, and they're finding, like, people need that human interaction to actually give them the benefits of human interaction rather than interaction over a screen, which is no real benefit at all. I don't but, count Facebook friends as actual friends. If I haven't gone, those, those are my criteria. If I haven't gone to a place with you, if I haven't like hung out with you, you're not really a friend. Yeah. But one of, <laughs> I think one of the things, one of the reasons why businesses in particular love social media, it is that two way street. But the more a person engages with you, the more loyal they will be to your brand. Yeah. Like, like when they're engaging back with you, your business becomes a person to them. And people get more attached to people than with big buildings. So I, I think that's part of the charm to businesses of having social media go on. Well, if they... I mean... I mean do you know a corporation or uh, or a medium to large size business that doesn't have social media? They all do now. They all do. It's it's a way for um, it's like you said, a way to advertise. Yeah. yeah. It's also a way for businesses to send out like you know coupons and uh huh and, and market. And like like I like I mentioned a few episodes ago, I I'm making friends on Twitter. I'm. I'm becoming a part of the a Twitter community, mostly Dungeons and Dragons. But you social media can you know if you're careful with it, you can make friends, you can generate fans whether you expect to or not. If you're going out there and being toxic yourself as a great way to it, it make not fans it's it's a great way to accidentally bully people or find yourself being bullied 
Yeah, there's but a lot of trolls. <laughs> there are. Don't feed the trolls. Yeah, a lot of trolls. Um, but yeah, it's but it it can it can be a blessing and a curse in its own right, and yeah, yeah it's but it it does connect people that you would never expect to connect with. So it's all it's, I, it's got its benefits and its downfalls. All I gotta say is I really miss MySpace. <laughs> I, back in the time How about where Friendster, Friendster, back in the time when it was just simple, you could mod it, you can make it your own space. Ugh. Now it's just one big blown up Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. I'm I'm sure there's other little ones popping up there. I mean, there's the Instagrams and the yeah. Snapchats, and all that, and it's. It can be fun as long as you're using it for entertainment. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah, and it 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 can it can be great entertainment if you're using it just for entertainment. If you're gonna go out there and try to communicate your stance, be careful with that. Be very very careful with that because there are so many trolls. So, I know I know some podcasters you know who are. Who they will make a different they will make a different Twitter handle or a different made Facebook account or what have you for that very reason. Yeah. Like they will do it for that very reason. This is my political Twitter handle. This is my political Facebook account. Yeah. That sort of thing. Because they know that if it gets way out of hand, they'll just delete it. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably (laughs) wrap it up there. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for coming, Jess. Um, yeah, we, we got to do this it. again. I kind of want to talk about maybe later on something like how people get off their computers and or be on their computers and exercise at the same time or something it's, like that. Well, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Every click of your mouse is a calorie, <laughs> right? Anyway, yeah, again, thanks for, thanks for joining us, uh, Jess. And hey Edwin, where's our music? Oh, is it is it? T- it's uh, music time. On, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I got. I got. I got. I got. All right. So yeah, thanks everybody for coming to join us. It was a lot of fun having our special guests. Um, yeah. So again, my name is Angela. I my- am at Pleasant Doom on Twitter. My name is Edwin. I'm at e- at T Cities Edwin um, on Twitter. Pam is absent. Uh, she is at PandaCatDragon1 on Twitter and PandaCatDragon on Instagram where she posts our pictures from our adventures. And Jess has nothing. <laughs> she is not on social media. But if you'd like to send her a message, you can contact us through our email at uh, DungeonDiners at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Yep. Again, thanks for listening to us. This has been episode 11 of Dungeons Dinings and dorks. Thanks again, everybody. Bye. Bye.